0: You know, just to provide resources and provide somewhere for people to go when they're when they're looking for help with their company.
1: I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. Hi, everyone. Welcome to We Are LA Tech. I'm Brian Nickerson, our guest host for today, filling in for Esprit Devora, uh, And I'm super excited for our guest today, Jamila Jackson. Welcome to the show.
0: Thank you, Brian. Super excited to be here.
1: So tell us, uh, Jamila, Startup Grind Hollywood, your director over there. Tell us a little bit about uh what what you do there and what like maybe even just start, like what's Startup Grind for folks who don't know?
0: Startup grind is a global organization that is in partnership with Google and Google for Entrepreneurs, actually. And what it is, it's a community and it's an ongoing monthly event series where we connect, educate and inspire entrepreneurs through, uh, you know, through community, through content, through these ongoing events where we feature successful entrepreneurs, uh, VCs, startups, uh, just anyone who is you know, really leading and has something that they they want to share and give back to the entrepreneurs in the ecosystem, and they give information. It can be on any you know any topic, anything from how to get a co a founder and investment tips. Um, they just share their journeys also, and hopefully it helps and inspires. Amazing the entrepreneurs that are there. So
1: so, we, and we were talking before the show. Normally, you're the interviewer. Yes. Right. And Today so I'm the interviewee. You're the
0: <laughs> Turning the tables it a little feels bit. A little different.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. so uh, and and so this format a lot of times it's kind of fireside chat
0: yes we have a few different types of event that we do but the signature event um, of startup grind really is the fireside chat where we just sit down and dig in and pick these people's brains and you know get all the knowledge that they want to give and that they want to share uh to the community of entrepreneurs and like i was saying we have over i'm not sure if i mentioned that we have 300 chapters uh you know worldwide Mm. it's a it's really uh, an amazing uh, experience. We have over 300 chapters in about a hundred, over 160 something countries. So Hollywood is my chapter uh, here in beautiful Los Angeles, California, and it's Hollywood in the sense of the city and also proverbial Hollywood because my mm-hmm. chapter sort of has an entertainment, bit of an entertainment tilt, mm. um, and we have a soft spot for digital media and entertainment tech. Uh, entertainment, lifestyle tech, Um, a lot of that. And the reason why it kind of has that tone is because I just noticed a lot of the merging going on, you know, within entertainment and tech, of course, with, you know, when you have Netflix and and companies that come along and just completely shift culture, I think it's, it's very important within tech to kind of, you know, specify uh, about digital media entertainment tech kind of having its own space. Because when you say tech, you know yeah. that's a very broad term. That right. could be a UX designer. That could be, you know, uh, pretty much. It could be software. It could be anything. So, so yeah, that's um, that's pretty much what uh, what Startup Grind Hollywood represents. And you know what kind of what our mission is.
1: Amazing. So what uh, what, what are some freak, like recent guests? I guess that you've uh, that you've had a chance to interview. Uh, any any standouts in the last like five or six months?
0: Um. Yeah, there will probably be some standouts for people in all different, you know, cultures. Uh, the first guest that we actually had, and we're on our fourth event, about to have our fifth event, by the way. So the first guest that we had was Sarah Pena, and she was awesome. She is the co-founder of uh, Big Frame, which is in mm. you know digital media yeah. and with influencers, and co-founder of actually founder of Awestruck on Awesomeness TV. And she I just thought her story was so amazing because she had was already selling like her second company before she turned 32. (laughs) And, um, you know, she yeah, she was amazing. So I think that was a great, you know, first guest to to really kick it off with. And that's really how we choose the guests is pretty much their stories, you know, being Mm -hmm. inspiring that they have something amazing to share. And so uh, second guest was someone that you probably know by the name of Cam Kashani, who, you know, she, they call her the godmother of Silicon Beach. (laughs) They don't call her that for nothing. Um, But she was really, really amazing. Probably one of my favorite talks, um, you know, thus far. And a lot of people left that event very, very inspired. Yeah. I mean, you know, you don't get on the, the Forbes, you know, 17 women in tech, most influential women in tech list (laughs) for, for nothing. So she, she was there. She was um, on the startup grind Hollywood stage. And then we also had uh, Devin Johnson, who is the COO and president of uninterrupted LeBron James's Mm -hmm. digital media startup. And then our last guest was Julian Mitchell from Forbes. He is a, you know, has a column, get paid to be yourself. And is also uh, an award-winning content creator. He's on, you know, beats and, Uh, He has his like a corner office. It's called corner office. Not he has an actual corner office (laughs) in the beats, but he has uh, he has something called corner office on beats. And he got to carry the torch for the Olympics, which I think was. Yeah. So pretty amazing people all in their own right, all doing, you know, different amazing things. Yeah. And you
1: said the fifth event is coming up soon.
0: The fifth event is coming up soon, and we're going to actually have Blake Ricciardi, who is the uh, CEO and co-founder of Streetwear, the very epic Streetwear brand, may I add, uh, Popular Demand. Uh So, started off with four, you know, four t-shirt designs, and it's just, you blossomed into a, or I, blossomed is like too feminine of a word for Blake, and Popular Demand. It's a Streetwear brand, so... Come on, Jamila. Exploded. <laughs> exploded is much better. Okay. So, popular demand exploded with these four t-shirt grinds. Uh, they have four t-shirt brands. They have Diddy. They have, you know, everybody wearing their brand. Like, a lot of people. So, it's very, um, very epic in pop culture. He's going to be hitting the stage March 22nd. Uh-huh. And then um, we're going to have Jonathan Chakran from Me Undies in oh, April. Yeah. So, yeah, we have some pretty... We have some pretty, you know, some pretty amazing people yeah. coming up. Yep.
1: And so how so do um for people who want to attend the event, how do they how do they find information? What what does that look like?
0: They could go to startupgrind.com backslash Hollywood for all of our um specific events and if you just want to just you know kind of troll the startup grind site to find out more information about the organization about our partnership with google for entrepreneurs and if there's one in your city you know because all of the the startup grind chapters are 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 super inspiring you can go to just startupgrind.com and punch in your city and see if there's one there but you know for 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 us um, because we definitely shine bright in Hollywood. You know what yeah, I mean? You got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you go to startupgrind.com backslash uh, Hollywood. And you can also follow us on uh, Instagram at startupgrindhwood. Short yeah. to the point, h <laughs> Amazing.
1: <laughs> so um, we were talking a little bit before the show about uh, kind of how you got inspired to do this. Um, yes. And you're, you have a unique background, which is, uh, you know, kind of, in PR and um, makes it more likely that you'll succeed in this, right? And you're already succeeding. Um, But uh, share a little bit about your story in terms of uh, coming to Startup Grind.
0: Okay. Well, the good thing about, uh, definitely about having a background in PR is once, you know, the product and the company launches, you do kind of know how to spread it out there and get the Mm -hmm. word out there. Uh, But I definitely don't have, you know, the tech. I'm not the the super techie. I don't have a background in tech, which was actually exactly what inspired me to get involved with Startup grind. because I I noticed that I, me being a creative, I have a lot of ideas in that space. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I figured I was looking for ways to really insert myself into the space and educate myself about it, get uh, involved with like-minded individuals and, you know, kind of just meet people that were in that space. And so I came across Google for entrepreneurs and then I saw startup grind and I, you know, started looking around on the, on the site, just like I was telling you people to do uh, a few <laughs> minutes ago. And I Wanted to go to an event myself. That's really actually how it kind of started. I was looking for resources, you know, in tech, because as I was saying, my that's not my background. And I noticed that there wasn't one specifically in my area. There was one in Los Angeles, um, a.k.a. Silicon Beach, where we're <laughs> closer to where we are here. And so I was inspired to create. A chapter in Hollywood for the people, the folks that live in Hollywood, the Valley, downtown L.A., central kind of areas who can't really, you know, get over to that, that this side of town in the two hour traffic. Right. And so um, I went through the process, the interview process and um, and got approved to start my own chapter. And and here I am.
1: What, and what's the, what's the interview process to start your own chapter? Cause you got, there's some, right. There's a lot of right. entrepreneurship happening there. Like you you made that sound simple, but it doesn't sound as simple as you, right. made, it, as you well, made it sound.
0: Yes. And it's for, for the city, because there already was one, you know, in Los Angeles, it's like you have to demographically, it has to, you know, make sense to, uh, the folks up at Startup Grind HQ Um, But the process was pretty much like it was probably about a three week to a month process where Mm -hmm. I had to. They basically make you put together a business plan for your chapter because the way they look at it is your chapter is your startup. Right. So as a part of the Google for Entrepreneurs, because it's a Google for Entrepreneurs initiative, your chapter is your startup. So when you are, you know, putting together a startup or you have an idea to to launch a business, as you know, with your, you know, with your company, uh, Magic Links, you, the first, one of the first things that you do is put together a plan, right? Put yeah. together, you know, your mission statement, um, how, and, and step by step, you want to show the investors, hey, how, how am I going to roll this out? How am I going to, you know, make this company work and um, give statistics on why it would work and, and that whole thing. So I pretty much had to fill out their application process that was, Designed like a business plan and it was Mm -hmm. laid out like a business plan. So I essentially created a business plan for uh, Hollywood, the ecosystem that was there, how I can make an impact, why I wanted to make an impact, you know, in the first place, what speakers I would have and how I thought it would help uh, the ecosystem in Hollywood and what I could contribute to that. And then I also uh, did a blog post on my city and um, some of the improvements that I would like to see and then I did a video chat with the global team, a video interview uh, process. And then they made me wait. <laughs> <laughs> they made me wait about uh, a week uh, or two before they got back. Maybe it was about a week to get back to me to let me know that, you know, I was approved.
1: Well, that, at least someone's Probably reading it, approved. right? <laughs> <laughs> right,
0: exactly. And so, you know.
1: so um, I'm interested in the why. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us more about that.
0: The why um, besides the, the that people uh, from from Hollywood in the Valley don't want to drive in traffic. Um, it's pretty much just, you know, like I was saying before, is because there was limited resources, you know, mm-hmm. on that side of town. And every time I run into someone that's in entertainment, they're doing something in tech. Um, there was just a lot of limited resources as far as events that were specifically targeting the areas of entertainment. Um, crossing over into tech uh-huh. um, because either the events that they were going to maybe were like all tech or um, I don't know. It just seemed like it was a, you know, it was a good idea. And the more that I talked to people, they were saying, I've been waiting for something like this. And, yeah. you know, in our, in our area, I've been looking for something like this. And mostly what it was was just to help people, Yeah, you know, just to provide resources and provide somewhere for people to go when they're, when they're looking for help with their company.
1: And so, do people pay to attend the events? Yes, that—that's the business model. Yeah. They do. Um, <clears throat> and so, are you recruiting the, the attendees? Are other entrepreneurs generally as well, or people who want to be entrepreneurs, or, or? a
0: mix of a mix of all the above? It's yeah. Uh, it could be you know we have a lot of entrepreneurs that are currently building their company. We have a lot of aspiring entrepreneurs. We have a lot of people that work nine to five jobs that are building their company on the side. Yeah. Um, and and we have you know a mix of also investors that attend the event that are looking for the next hot thing, the next fresh startup. Um, so they might come there, you know, to see who they can, who they can meet and connect with.
1: Yeah. So Jamila, um, it was Los Angeles home for you originally, or what's your, what's your story of, uh, locating in Hollywood
0: and and LA. I'm originally from Pasadena, nice California. Yes. So, okay. Yes. I'm a native of LA County. Um, Probably one of the few unicorns uh, (laughs) that are here. We're surrounded by so many transplants from, you know, East Coast and everywhere else. Yeah. But yes, I'm originally from here. And that's probably another reason why I'm so passionate and inspired to help our ecosystem here because this is my, you know, pretty much my hometown. I grew up here.
1: Yeah. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. I'm also from Pasadena. Uh, you let me do that whole
0: <laughs> spiel before you told me that. You're well, I'm
1: excited. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> mm-hmm. excited. Yeah. So, totally.
0: wait, so did you go to school there? Like, where what school did you I go did. to? I did.
1: I went uh so I went to P- Polly, Pasadena Polly.
0: Oh, yeah, I know uh, Polly.
1: Yeah, small uh small Poly private stagnant? school. Yes. Yeah. How much where's where were you?
0: I went to PHS, which is Pasadena High School, yeah. and I graduated from Blair High.
1: Amazing. Yeah. yeah. And so, and uh, you stayed stayed here. Um, what what roles did you have kind of prior to uh, startup grind?
0: So prior to startup grind, I was working as a PR consultant. Um, pretty much, you know, for my own company, I had a, a small PR firm called The Velvet Rope, where I worked with uh, entertainment brands and and personalities. And then before that, I was the I worked at the um, the W Hotel as an events manager. And So we worked mm. on some pretty. You know, high profile events, movie premiere parties, uh, VH1 tentpole events, all kinds of social parties. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, I mean, we even did Reese Witherspoon's daughter's birthday party there
1: one <laughs> wow. time. So
0: it was pretty much like across the map. It would be like huge entertainment, you know, event where we're like taking over the whole property and locking everything down. And then it would be like small, you know, tiny bar mitzvah. Um, (laughs) so we ran, you know, ran the gamut pretty much there. Um, and then prior to that, I worked at a, a a PR firm where we handled Disney and Fox and Toyota. We had like the corporate, you know, know, big studio, Mm -hmm. uh, clients. Um, and I worked as a publicist, a talent publicist at another PR firm prior to that. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I've pretty much been in PR and events like uh, for, for pretty much for a while. Before that, I was in the music industry, worked for a couple of labels. Uh, I was a personal assistant to Robin Thick and Paula Patton mm. for a while. Uh, so yeah, I've been, um, I've been busy yeah. and having fun. <laughs> My Amazing. background is, is pretty colorful.
1: So if you, um, a, a lot of startups think about like getting PR or engaging in PR at some point, Uh Um, and given your background in the space, I wonder what guidance you would have for, for startups. Like how should they think about engaging, uh, in Uh PR? How should they think about a lot of, uh, a lot of startups, you know, there's kind of like, do you do it yourself? Do you hire a firm? Do you hire someone to help you with it? Uh Um, and what's the right time that they should do it and what should they expect out of it? Um, I'm wondering what, given that you've right, you have a long experience, like what, what, uh what advice would you give to folks?
0: Well, you know, I, I actually get people that are asking me this all the time because what they're saying is that, you know, we're great at being, you know, the geniuses behind these ideas, but we're not a lot of, um, tech founders or startup founders are not that great at, they're not, you know, that great at being a storyteller and telling the story. So that's a, a that's something that, that I'm asked a lot about, you know, Mm -hmm. um, actually. And I think that I would say for anybody, not just in tech, but any small business owner, because when you're a small business owner, every penny counts, right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of people just hear, Hey, I should go get a publicist or someone tells them you need to go get a publicist. My advice for that is to do all the work that you can on your own first. Um, you know, because when you're scaling, you want to be really conscious of your expenses. But I would say, in-house, you know, have someone do as much as you can handle on your own as far as like building your press portfolio. Um, and then when it gets to the point where you can't handle it anymore, then I would say that's when you outsource it. Because what the problem is with, you know, with, with people running and paying, you know, PR agencies before it's time is they say, hey, you know, I have this product and um, I want you to give me some press. Like, get me some PR. yeah. And they think, yeah, they PR. think that, yeah, they <laughs> think that we as PR people are just like magicians. Like we can just, you know, and, you know, to a certain extent, that's what our connections and our relationships are used for is, you know, to pull, to do things that the average person that doesn't have those connections can do, but we have to have something, you know, we yeah. have to have something, um, to build a uh, press around to build, mm-hmm. you know, so if it's, Even if you're not hiring someone full time in house or hiring an agency to take on the campaign on an ongoing basis, if it's a launch or, you know, if it's something very specific that is that's press worthy, that's really cool, that has a story um, to build off of, then I would say that's a good time, you know, for some for something specific. And then maybe you reevaluate and say, do we want to bring someone on? Are we getting enough inquiries or, you know, is there. Um, is there a reason to have someone on an ongoing basis? Um, but you can get, you know, you don't have to have a full agency. You can get a consultant or a consultant like myself, you know, or a freelancer, um, initially and kind of try it out. Uh, because it's frustrating for us too, when someone sometimes has never worked with a, a publicist or a PR, Mm -hmm. you know, person, because they have these expectations that are often not in line with their brand or their company, um, or where they even are at that point. Right. So like,
1: Hey, I'm going to be on the cover of Forbes in a month. Right. Right. I mean, and (laughs) that actually
0: that can happen. It's not that it can't happen, but it's, we can't promise you that it's going to happen, you know, in that time because the timing, timing is everything, you know, and everything. And that very well can happen, but don't expect that, you know, the first month it can happen the first month or it can happen in six months. Yeah. Um, but just some people don't really understand that. Um, but what they should understand is that, PR is definitely less expensive than advertising, right? So, (laughs) (laughs) you know, so for anyone who's new and starting out, I would definitely put my dollars um, towards PR. I mean, even Bill Gates said if he was down to his last dollar, he would spend it on PR. Wow. You know what I mean? So
1: that's good. Good, (laughs) good, uh, good words to live by. Well, with that, I think, uh, I think it's about time to wrap.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much for having me. I've had a great time conversing with you today. Thank no, you so this, much. This
1: was a great chat. A good way to spend a rainy uh, rainy Friday afternoon in Santa Monica.
0: Yes. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much, Brian. Thank you.
1: Yes, you can now get your We Are LA Tech Tea. You've all been asking for it. Just go to slash shop to be a part of the movement to make Los Angeles. The top city in the world for tech. Yes, we are number three. Let's get it to number one. We are LATech.com slash shop represent.
0: Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener at love. Linked in the show notes.